Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. What do you do when you're doing all the right things, but manifesting isn't working? That is today's juicy question. I love this question so much because I get it all the time. And I hear people saying, I'm doing everything that I can. I'm doing all the right things. I'm checking all the boxes, but it's just not happening. This is true both in the business world or with the course that I taught, Become a High Money Magnet. And what it really boils down to is it's a lack of perspective. Who says that manifesting isn't working? Just because you can't see something doesn't mean that it's not working. The bamboo tree or plant takes years for it to finally shoot up. And when it finally comes to the surface, it grows at a very rapid pace. But for years, you can't see it. We come from a society, an instant society, right? We, we get impatient if our page doesn't load within a second. I mean, I'm the same way. And now that we have Amazon Prime, I will think twice before ordering something if I have to wait three days. It's really the same way when it comes to manifesting. This is our approach. This is our what we're used to. This is our status quo. But we are going to be really unhappy people if we think that when it comes to manifesting, that things are going to happen exactly on our timeline. Because they won't. We're going to be unhappy because life doesn't always work that way. Actually, life works way better than that. It's more magical than that. So we're bringing back the magic in manifestation today. We are restoring our faith in manifestation. So let's take a look at the way most of us, I dare say that most of us have grown up in this world As I said, it's an instant society, but it's a world that is centered around metrics. I was thinking about examples of growing up. Let's just take college as an example. We sign up for a course. We know that we are going to have to complete ABC exercises, exams, papers, whatever it is. And at the end, we are going to receive an A. I graduated college summa cum laude with a 3.98 GPA. And it's so funny because my husband, Sagi, he was not a good student. He didn't like school. He's, he really is brilliant. And he was like, I bet you never got like a B. I was like, nope, I never in my life got a B. But anyway, we grew up, if we did X, Y, and Z, we would get blank or this determined outcome by the end of this period. I see this all the time with weight loss or with our fitness results. When I used to embark on a weight loss journey, and I see this with my clients all the time in my network marketing business, where they're like, okay, I need to lose 25 pounds by Christmas or by the wedding. 
And when that doesn't happen, we get disappointed. In sales, we say, we're going to hit this target by the end of the quarter. And there are certain environments and certain situations where being goal-oriented is a good thing. For example, with sales or in school. But when it comes to weight loss, it's probably not such a good idea. I understand. I understand that people are motivated by numbers, but there are so many things that can be missed that are worthy of celebration when we fix a certain timeline. And here, when we're looking at our society and the way that we have operated within our society, we're talking about sales, we're talking about grades, we're talking about weight loss, but we bring the same approach of setting a certain timeline to our intentions, to our dreams, to our desires that we do to weight loss. We treat our dreams as if they were a sales goal. This was the way that I approached manifesting as well when I began really making things happen. Note that I said making things happen, right? That I am the one creating the outcome. And again, life doesn't always work that way. Sometimes things just happen. Sometimes we are more in a receiving state where things really do just happen. So I'll give you two examples of how my approach of manifesting was what I want to say is kind of masculine in the sense that it was metrics based. I had a fixed timeline to it. I had created a vision board I had written down as one of my goals that I would manifest my dream partner by 12, 12, 11. And when that didn't happen, I wasn't disappointed, but I just kept moving up the date. So then I said 12, 12, 12. And in fact, I did meet my husband. I think I, well, I don't think I know that I met him. I actually met him the very first time in July, but I had no idea that he was going to be my husband. And then I, I met him again in December. And then I began to know that he was going to be my husband. But my point is, I had this date that I had fixed on when I would meet my life partner. But when I think about it, yes, I really wasn't disappointed. I wasn't like, oh my God, my life is over. I have not met my dream partner. My date came and went. So that's one example. And then there was another in my business, in my network marketing business, there was a certain goal or rank that I wanted to hit in my company by a certain date. I kept not hitting that date. And so I think I actually was a little bit disappointed. But what I see now, I had to grow into the person and I had to grow in my belief that I could achieve the goal. The date by which I wanted to have found my partner and achieved a certain rank, when I really look at it honestly in retrospect, these dates were somewhat arbitrary. I kind of just put them there because they gave me something to aim for. But I want to ask you something. What are some of the wonderful things that have happened in your life that didn't have a timeline? I bet that there are many fortuitous circumstances that have come about in your life when you least expected them to happen. 
when I look back upon my own life, I see that meeting my husband was one of them or just meeting certain people, certain friends, little things that happened that you just didn't expect. So what happens when we are so fixed on having things, life, circumstances, situations, our dreams, our goals, having them be so fixed. What happens when we do that? When we are so strict with ourselves, it really is about being a control freak, right? We think that we can control life, but that's not what life is supposed to be about. And the pandemic was a wonderful teacher in that sense. So I've talked about the reticular activating system in our brain. It's a part of our brain that acts as a filter. So when we are looking to achieve a certain goal, let's say, for example, you are hosting an online course and you want to get X number of students to sign up for this. We have this certain idea of how things are going to happen. And so our brain, we're training our brain, we're telling our brain, look for this, look for this outcome. We are looking for all the signs that this outcome is happening, or we want to find our dream partner by this date. And we are just looking for examples of the proof that our future spouse is coming. When we are so fixed on a certain outcome and looking for specific data, we miss out on possibly wonderful things that are happening right in front of our faces, right in front of our noses that we literally can't see. There is a psychology experiment where there are humans who are passing a ball around and the subject, it can be us, we are told just focus on the ball. See how many times the ball is passed around. And A large percentage, if not all of the participants, including myself, I want you to check this out and see if you actually see it, but most of the participants who are watching the people pass the ball around are unable to see that there is an individual in a gorilla suit that passes through the room. Why is that? It's because they have selective attention. They were so focused, or we as participants, we are so focused on watching or counting how many times the ball gets passed around that we miss an actual person in a gorilla suit walk by. That is exactly what we do when we are so focused on our goals and our manifestations that we miss the magic. And so I want to suggest a new approach, which is number one, it's to ditch the all or nothing approach. I like to use the weight loss example because it's such a clear one, but we literally can apply this to anything else. So if I don't lose 15 pounds by the beginning of the school year, for example, or by Christmas or Thanksgiving or the date you pick whatever event and you only lose, say, eight pounds, but you feel better. You're starting to get more compliments. Do you see that as a failure? I think that a lot of people do. From my experience of dealing with hundreds of and maybe even thousands of people, I think that 
people tend to see life as an all or nothing experiment. And this particular situation with weight loss as a failure, when really we have so many things to celebrate. So I want you to think of something that you've been wanting to manifest in your life. Someone asked me yesterday, well, how do you define manifestation? Manifestation is simply when something becomes evident in your life. You don't have to apply like a woo meaning to it. It's simply bringing something into your existing, having something come into your existence, not necessarily making it happen or forcing it to happen, but that situation, circumstance, idea, comes to life, comes to fruition. So that is what manifestation is. So now that you've thought about something that you want to manifest, ask yourself, do I have an all or nothing approach? Am I looking at things in a black and white kind of way that if this doesn't happen and I don't achieve X results that I've failed? So I'm going to share something super vulnerable. When it comes to me, it is vulnerable because I think sometimes you guys see me as someone who, from the feedback or what I've been told, is that you see someone that is strong, that makes things happen or has things happen and is fearless. And that's just not the truth. So I think my podcast is a perfect example of having a certain idea of how you want things to be and then the outcome being different than what you actually want. So where I'm getting with this is that there's an all or nothing approach. Okay. So here I have this podcast that I created when I'm by myself, not in front of a microphone, I'm so excited and I'm practicing when I'm sitting outside with my dogs by the pool I have all these topics. The words come out so smoothly and I'm able to connect with you in a way that makes my heart feel so full. And yet oftentimes when I sit down and open my mouth in front of a screen, because right now I'm looking at a screen, I don't have an audience. I don't feel that I'm able to find the words that I want to use in the way that I want to connect with you. And in a lot of ways, it is an extremely frustrating experience because I feel that what is in my heart doesn't land on your ear. Ironically, as I just said that and confessed that to you, I feel very connected to you. So maybe that's the magic. That's the secret. So if I had an all or nothing approach to my podcast, an example of that would be Either it's perfect or I'm not doing it. Either I'm connecting in exactly the way that I want to connect with my audience, which is you, or forget this, I'm just not going to do it. If that were the case, if I had an all or nothing approach to my podcast or pretty much to anything, you would not be listening to this. We would not be here. I would not have the quote unquote success that I have. Instead of adopting an all or nothing approach, which is what I bet many of you have, I want to suggest a new model of appreciating the process of growth, appreciating who you are becoming. Because if you don't take that step and then the next step and then the next step, 
You cannot grow into the kind of person that your higher self knows that you can be. I already see and feel a difference between my first episode, my second episode, my third episode, and this is the 13th episode, I believe. It would take me hours to record the first few episodes. And now I get to do it in one shot, albeit imperfectly. But is that what you want? Is that what you want? Perfection? I think we expect that of ourselves, including myself. But I'm really making an effort to appreciate this process of growth. I have a student who was in my Become a High Money Magnet course who said she signed up and she didn't really know why she signed up for that course. It was really just my energy. And we're in touch and I see some of the beautiful things that she is expressing. She just started a podcast. She just shares these beautiful ideas. And the other than the podcast, which in itself is huge, what I am witnessing from the outside is a becoming. Becoming what? She's just becoming. I just gave myself goosebumps. It's the unfolding process that I am appreciating from the outside. And we are so easily able to grant someone else that kind of grace, but not grant ourselves that kind of grace. And this is including myself. And as I'm saying this, I feel so deeply connected to you right now with my podcast. It didn't start off this way. I was like, ah, I'm not saying what I want to say. I'm not saying it in the way that I want to say it. But we need to stop being so myopic. We need to stop seeing things from this tiny little lens where we've failed or we've succeeded at something. And I want to give credit to Alpha Femme. Her name is Melanie Ann Lair. It sounds like a question mark because I think that's, I just discovered her. But you can look up Alpha Femme. And she was talking about this idea of context that we tend to place things in a very small context versus a larger context. So if we succeed at something, we're like, yay. But if we don't get the A or we don't have a successful launch with a course or we don't do a good job with our podcast or we you know, don't meet the man or woman of our dreams at a party, we think that we've failed. But I intuitively have been broadening my context and looking at life from this broader perspective so that everything is a matter of growth. So no, I'm actually not where I want to be. I wish that I could deliver a flawless podcast. I don't even know what that means. This right now, right here in all my messiness and imperfection feels pretty freaking flawless to me. And I want to live in this space. Like I'm reveling in this space right now. I'm loving this space because I'm seeing this larger picture that this is all part of my growth. This is all part of your growth. And so I want to invite you to widen the lens from which you are seeing. I said in the beginning that it boils down to perspective, but it also manifesting boils down to changing your perspective. 
Stop thinking that you haven't manifested. If you're doing all the things, but are you really doing all the things? Because the thing that you're not doing is trusting, is trusting. And the definition of trust is assured reliance on something or some being. And so you have to trust that you are growing into the person, that you're growing into your potential. And that I can buy into by making this podcast by taking the steps, letting them be messy, I am growing into someone that I'm proud of. And I want you to feel that about yourself. All right. I love this episode and I have something to announce to you. So on August 3rd, I decided I'm going to be holding a probably a one and a half hour to two hours. It just really depends on when I'm done, I'm done. So a one and a half hour to two hour workshop, it'll be $99 on manifesting one-on-one. So many of you have asked me about manifestation. So I'm going to go ahead and share that information. The price is not going to change. It's $99, $99 for a two hour workshop. It's going to be amazing. And if you feel called to sign up, I can't wait to share with you. I want to connect. I know that for me, the magic happens when I see your faces and I want to be able to see your faces. I want to be able to hear about your dreams and your desires and answer some questions. You will find the link to that in the show notes. I will see you next time. You have all my gratitude, all my appreciation. Thank you so much for listening. Did you love that episode or what? Make sure to leave me a review and let's connect over on Facebook in your empowered life community. I'll see you next time.